You're listening to Into the Box, the brand new podcast series brought to you by Milton Keynes Dance Theatre, where we'll exclusively interview our artists as we delve into the creative process behind this youth dance company's latest production, Pandora. We're back again. Oh, once more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm all zoomed out. I am very zoomed out. I'm so ready to get back in the studio. I'm sick of dancing on carpet. I've had enough of the Zoom language, the thumbs up, the double thumbs up, the cross into the screen. Enough is enough. I feel exactly the same way. And the problem is, my thumbs, when I'm dancing, especially in ballet, they stick out anyway. <laughs> so really, I'm just drawing attention. Look at my thumb. Now you've seen it, you'll remember that it sticks out and tell me to tuck it away. Yay! Yay! Thumbs out. The awkward <laughs> camera angles being viewed on from the side is a death sentence. Yeah. I've managed to cheat the system where I've got it at a diagonal angle. I think it's wise, it's wise. Do you know what I'm wondering? How did Zoom come to be the star of the pandemic? Why isn't it Skype? That is very true. What happened to Skype? Skype, if you want to reach out to us in the DMs and tell us what... <laughs> In all seriousness, we are very lucky. I like, know. If this had happened 10 years ago, when Zoom and anything wasn't really there, I don't know what we would have done, but I've just had enough. I play that game all the time, though. What would you do if a certain element in a situation changed? My favourite one to play is... How do you think you would survive in a world where the only thing that you could consume is water? These are interesting things to talk about. You clearly have some time on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's called... Lockdown 3. Yeah, lockdown 3. Well, to move on to some actually important questions, we have Rachel today. She is a soloist in this production of Pandora. This is her first time working with MKDT. And again, Rachel was on the other side of the company when we first split off. So it's going to be really interesting to get her perspective. So shall we get her on? Let's go. So we are now welcoming our sixth guest onto the show. Rachel! Hi, Hi, Rachel! Hi! So, Rachel, this is your first time being a cast member for MKDT. So, when you found out about this youth company, why did you decide to sign up for Pandora? My friend's mum found this opportunity on her Facebook and was like, oh, I think you should try out for this. I didn't think too much of it, but then it kept on popping up everywhere I was on the internet. It's a sign. Yeah, it's a sign. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And I was on the MKDT page because I wanted to find out more about what this is about. And I saw the past production of Romeo and Juliet and it just inspired me so much. So I was like, I want to be a part of this. So you've been cast as a soloist within the Corps de Ballet. What was your gut reaction to that when you got that email through that you were going to be one of the soloists? It was my first proper, proper audition. So when I found out about it and I opened up the email and it was like, oh, congratulations, you've made it as a soloist part. And I was just shocked. And the other soloists are all like the nicest people I've ever met. I've been so scared because they're all so talented. But then I realised we all bring our own part to the group. You're talented too. Don't forget yeah. that. Oh, thank you. And based on the audition, how did the impression you'd got at the audition then translate into the real company environment? Before the meeting, I was expecting it to be like one of the auditions with all the technique and stuff, but it was actually more like a normal class and it made me feel so comfortable and I guess that stayed within all the rehearsals. Honestly, it's the nicest environment to be in because it's really professional, but at the same time, it's really relaxed and you're free to 
do whatever you wish to do during class instead of everyone having a set movement where you have to do it all the same way. You never feel pressured or anything. When you came in for the first time to your first rehearsal, what sort of mindset did you have to take on that you think helped you really fit into what MKDT's like? When I first came, I was so scared. I walked over to the mats and just sat there really awkwardly, like, <laughs> I don't know you guys, but I really want to be friends with you, so yeah. And I just took in the mindset that everybody here is all here for the same reason. We're all different in our own way, but we all dance similar styles, and we all love what we're doing, so it's definitely helped us come together as one big team. Within MKDT, there are obviously technique classes beforehand. Neoclassical as a style is something that MKDT does offer. What was your reaction to neoclassical as a style when you were first being taught it by Owen? I've never actually done anything like neoclassical because I've always done like ballet and contemporary, so never really had the mix between the two. I didn't know my body could move in that type of way. So doing this neoclassical, which you'd never done before, like you said, how do you think you were able to overcome this being out of your comfort zone and settle into this process? This is kind of deep, but one of my life mottos is you're never going to grow if you are always in your comfort zone. So neoclassicals definitely helped me improve as a dancer. At first I was a really place dancer, so I was really scared to use my upper body when I was dancing. But then seeing everyone else move so freely and really beautifully, it just inspired me to progress on my movement. And do you think... Owen and Jess teaching her contemporary classes as teachers have any way that they help you progress into these new styles and experimenting with different ways of moving? I've been taught so much within these classes. I've learnt so much with Owen because he's a really technical dancer but at the same time he knows how to add a contemporary kind of twist to it. And Jess's classes are absolutely amazing. I love the gestures part of it because she gets so creative with it. It's like a natural story. Learning with the gestures, do you think it's helped you develop that side of, because it's such small movements, I have to almost think about the characterization or the dynamic of it all. What sort of things do you think as a dancer you've developed from the classes? I've definitely developed creativity because if before you told me to like improvise eight counts i'd probably do like a really complicated leg movement or something but now i know to use more parts of my body than just splits or pretty arms a more special movement so when you're dancing within act one being a soloist you've got the liberty unlike me and harry to create your own sort of characterization for your role what's going through your mind when you're dancing your soloist part within act one i feel like we're all kind of the villagers of the land and we're all there to assist david and jess as their characters. We're on Earth, but also down-to-Earth people, so we're quite grounded and stable. Alongside doing your solo parts, you work amongst the MKDT corps de ballet. So how is MKDT's corps de ballet and how choreography is made different to anything you might have done before? I feel like working with MKDT is a lot more of a professional but relaxed environment. So everybody's always sharing if they don't feel comfortable with the movement or they don't know how to they're not going to just sit there and pretend that they know what they're doing they always make sure that they're doing their best and i feel like that's just so amazing so would you almost say mkdt and its choreo runs off the principle of tailoring the dance to you yeah for sure it's much more of a free environment so everybody cooperates and works together on it instead of just being given a movement told how to do it everybody gets to give their ideas and and it just brings our own aspects into the dance so Obviously, there's not just Act 1. How did you 
get around to approaching the more conceptual roles of the sins within Act 2. I'm dancing greed and gluttony and they're both quite similar sins but there's also a big difference between the two. Greed is quite fast movement but we're always seeing this motif of reaching and always looking for more and in gluttony it's all about using up all the space. And how do you think they relate to the modern day issues? What sort of thing are you thinking about within yourself when you're dancing them? We all did our little part in researching the sins and how they affect our everyday lives. And we all sat around in a circle and just thought of real life situations where the sins come into play. Obviously there's a coronavirus situation. Everyone's always taking so much more than they need and I don't understand why. And also just, I'm a greedy person for food sometimes, I'll just eat way more than I need to and I don't think about the consequences of that. (laughs) Now that the show is nearly choreographed, nearly complete, what scene would you like to partake in that you don't already partake in? I'd love to partake in the Envy choreography. I mean, there's this part where they're walking around with their supposed phones and they're doing this arm movement that's sending a message to someone and it fits so well with the music and it's really intense, but it's so cool looking. So, obviously, we are unfortunately boxed in to our homes. A little Zoom holes. Little Zoom holes <laughs> during the time being. How would you say zoom has or hasn't helped you as a dancer and if it hasn't helped you how have you overcome those struggles and do you think mkdt has been really supportive in helping you overcome them zoom is what i like to call like a blessing in disguise because it's so bad because you always have to fix your camera angles so the teachers can see your feet you have to stay in frame and all that type of stuff but mkdt has been so supportive even over zoom we're always making sure that we know what we're doing the breakout rooms help us focus on individual parts it's really nice actually. And while we're in these lockdowns that keep going on and we keep having to go back to Zoom, we still have to create this end goal of a show. So what has been your top tip for being able to handle the Zoom dance and Zoom choreography? Well it's definitely been really hard if you're dancing massive group parts. Like in Greed there's this part where we have to hold onto the other person's shoulder and then switch and it's remembering what you started wanting to be a dancer for. Whether it's being on stage, dancing in a group, cooperating as a team, you just got to hang on to that end goal, the show. So With the environment that you felt from your experience with MKDT so far, how do you think that's going to translate to a show week? We're also hyped up for show week and there's plenty of things that I love about show weeks, like all of us arriving, getting ready in the dressing rooms, and also being on stage and receiving the applause and just feeling really accomplished. We're also supportive of each other, so I feel like there's definitely going to be so much support and love behind the scenes. Has anything from MKDT, maybe the research aspect or the disciplines of dance, helped you in different aspects of your life? Yeah, I've always been one of those people in class where I just hide and not want to participate in the class. Every single parent's evening is like, Rachel's a really lovely student, she just needs to talk more and share her opinions. (laughs) Now I'm actually more open to sharing my ideas and contributing even though I might be wrong. Since I've joined MK, I've definitely become more of a confident person, not scared to share my opinions. Yeah. So... Obviously, we talked about your progression as a dancer. Do you think that if you wanted to go off and do something in the future about dance as a professional career, do you think MKDT has played a massive part in helping you develop your understanding of the professional world? Yeah, for sure. Before I joined MKDT, I don't think I'd actually be ready to start a career in dance or anything. But now I've gained so much more experience and knowledge and it's definitely prepared me for anything I'm going to do in the future. 
And would you like to go into a career in dance? Is that one of your aspirations? Yeah, I'd love to, honestly. I've always wanted to go to college and then work for a company. I would love to work for the Royal Ballet. Royal Ballet. So just really to finish off what we've been talking about, what advice would you give somebody in the position that you were this time, coming into their first MKDT production to get the most out of it? Really live in the moment. Absorb the talent around you and learn to adapt to different situations. That's great advice. Write it down, guys. (laughs) (laughs) So, Rachel, we have one final surprise. (laughs) (laughs) So what we have been doing at the end of this podcast is doing a little quick-fire question competition where we ask you as many questions as you can answer about yourself in one minute. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Don't sound so nervous. (laughs) It's just, we want the first thing that comes to your mind. Are you competitive? I can be. You can be. So you've had five competitors so far. You've had Jess, David, Hannah, Georgia and Amy... So how do you reckon you'll rank among them and who do you reckon's at the top? I reckon Jess is probably at the top because she's really competitive. <laughs> and my rank among them, I'd say I'd probably be at the bottom. <laughs> Have more faith in yourself. I try, I try. Let's see if you can exceed your own expectations, shall we? So this week, Danny is going to be reading out the questions. Yes. So your time will start after I finish the first question. Are we ready? Here is your first question. First dance show you were in? Um, Dancers in Wonderland. What's one of your nicknames? Rack. Worst food? Um, Coriander. Proudest moment? Um, Getting into MKDT. Biggest pet peeve? People chewing with their mouths open. Are aliens real? Yes. Most embarrassing moment? Uh, Slipping over and falling into a massive puddle. Favourite style of dance? Um, ballet or contemporary. Are you motivated more by criticism or praise? Praise. Party trick? Um, my needle. Advice to your younger self? Uh, stop caring about what others think of you. Have you seen a ghost? No. Favourite school subject? Dance. Biggest fear? Um, the unknown. Middle name? I don't have one. Would you travel to the past or the future? Uh, past. Most nervous you've been? Um, auditioning for anything. Favourite place to travel? And stop. Time's up. Oh. That was very fast indeed. (laughs) (laughs) You are lightning speed. So I can reveal you got 17. Oh. Congrats. Da-da-da-da. That is a very competitive score. This will be my new proudest moment. (laughs) (laughs) With 17, you're actually second on the table. Oh, oh my gosh. You're ahead of David in last place. You're ahead of Amy. You're ahead of Georgia. You're ahead of Hannah Smith. And then there's you. And then it's just pesky old Jess in the front. (laughs) I thought you were a challenger for Jess there. I was thinking, is she going to do it? And you weren't far off. (laughs) I thought you were about to get her. (laughs) So thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Rachel. It's been really great to talk to you and get your opinions. Thank you so much. It's been so much fun. Oh, thank you for having me, guys. Yeah, I had so much fun.
Just before we go, just a few admin things to say. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to this podcast and you can also rate and review us once you've done that to give us some feedback, which we really do appreciate. We take any feedback on any of our platforms. So that is MKDT on the Instagram and also from me and Harry's private Instagrams. Yes, I am Harry J. Yo. I am xox.danny, that's three eyes with another X. No, I have not changed it from last week. Yes, it's still embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, do you want to put your Instagram out there for the listeners? Yeah, I'm Rachel C. Dancer. So, Royal Ballet, get on that. Yeah, get on it. It's your future employee. <laughs> <laughs> it's been great talking to you, Rachel, and we will be back next week. Bye! Bye.